When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Well, the sports desk, of course, is brought to us by Polaris. Their off-road vehicles are uh, amazing, and they are stocked and ready to go. And uh, you can also get some great deals with them. For instance, the free farm kit valued at five thousand bucks, available on selected side-by-side models right here, right now. Okay, let's uh, get across uh, uh, to Louis Herman Watt and uh, Louis. What's on the desk this morning? We've got the uh, attendance numbers collated from all of the Football World Cup games we hosted in New Zealand. And uh, the top 10, for example, are quite staggering. So we had three sellouts at Eden Park, uh, the Sweden-Spain game. Oh, this is all flags, so I'm going to have to use my flag geography, um, general knowledge to to nail this. We've got the the Spain-Swedish game, obviously, 43,200. And 17, as was the Spain-Switzerland game, as was the Japanese-Swedish game. 43,217 people. Then there was 42,958 for that uh, Portugal game against the United States. Of course, there was the Norway Football Ferns game, which only had 42,137 tickets sold. Now, I wonder if there was maybe extra tickets allocated for corporates or what happened got tied up there it's, it's interesting that the football ferns game wasn't one of the absolute sellouts but i imagine that was more logistical um we had uh norway philippines 34,697 we had japan norway and wellington 33,042 people of course we had the philippines football ferns in in wellington 32,357 and the Spanish Netherlands game in Wellington, 32,000 as well. So essentially, it, uh, after the Rugby World Cup in 2011 here that we hosted, it is our second highest average crowd number for a major event, which is quite staggering when you think about what else we've managed to host. It is actually. And I mean, it just, we predicted this about, what, 18 months ago uh, when the Women's Cricket World Cup uh, started that this would grow into. Um, uh, quite a big thing for women's sport across the board, and now we're at the end of the third, uh, the third of the trio, uh, and every one of them in their own right has been sensationally good. Um, the uh, Cricket World Cup was hampered somewhat because of COVID restrictions, so they weren't able to get massive numbers, but they got great viewing audiences, and uh, it did electrify women's cricket for a period of time. Um, and uh, there's a tournament that we had, we we didn't make the the, the final stages in as well, but uh, this one. Uh, has surpassed everything I, I thought about it and I think a lot of pundits had thought about it and I keep going back to uh, the headline when uh, Mr Giancarlo Infantino who was sitting very proudly up there in uh, the box last night looking down upon his uh, FIFA tournament said come on New Zealand, come New Zealand we need your help, well we help mm. Yeah, we want you, the older, yeah, that's right, we we want you, it was that kind of, and he, he was dead serious as well, wasn't he, and he, he managed to get mm. the punters, um, you mentioned Cricket World Cup, 
Well, how's this for massive news? This has really ruffled the uh, English back papers up in the UK. He's quickly become maybe one of the most influential men in English sport, I think it's fair to say. Ben Stokes, our friend at at the BBC, Stefan Schimmelt, has reported that Ben Stokes is set to become a, well, be unretired for England's ODI World Cup aspirations, and that is to be announced tonight. So they're going to confirm it on Wednesday, their time. Uh, 32, he's coming out of retirement. He's going to be named in this 15-man four-match series against New Zealand in September. So very similar to the Trent Bolt scenario where he's had to be named here to obviously get fit and get his loads right and, and be assimilated back into the squad. Well... He, uh, Ben Stokes, we're going to see him against New Zealand in that series, resuming his all-rounding, all-rounder uh, capabilities, I, I'd imagine. I'm not sure exactly how his knee is, how his health is as far as the bowling side of things goes, but he is a massive boost for that English white ball team because you look at the aggression and the way they've played test cricket, well, just his... I guess ethos, his uh, attitude, his personality around that squad. It's gonna be quite interesting to see him go back in. Who's the uh, who's the captain of the the white ball setup at the moment in in England? Uh, the captain is Joss Butler. Joss Butler. Joss Butler. Another and, uh, pretty aggressive yeah, cricketer, co- isn't he? Yeah, very aggressive. Terrific. Uh, set a stall on white ball cricket about uh, two years ago, and has been completely and utterly focused on that. And who wouldn't want to have Ben Stokes on your side? Um, man for the occasion so uh, only good news for, for that particular tournament, I've got a few texts here uh, Louis just by the by, uh, coming in uh, the Owen Farrell decision is an absolute farce, maybe that Aussie, Aussie panel are all driving around in new Ferraris today uh, that's from Redman, a lot of people feeling that way, um, Greg says uh, morning and not only is the Farrell decision a joke but I've heard nothing about the more dangerous tackle in my opinion, earlier in the match tackling a player in the air which led to a penalty try, uh, that's from Greg uh, maybe the referees, uh, this is a kick in the pants for the referees and the judiciaries, etc., leading into the World Cup, one that they might need to just smarten up their act a wee bit for a big occasion. Uh, up the mighty Broncos, says Brendan. The Warriors have to beat us in Suncorp. Maybe Bunnies, Knights, Sharks at home, Panthers away, then the grand final. That's the three teams, especially when you've been and have been playing lesser teams, I suppose it's fair to say. Uh, the draw is the draw. It's, we're only in this situation uh, because uh, we won the ones that mattered at that time. Uh, Pretty, Pretty says, uh, hi, don't worry, Smithy. That's the only thing England will win this year. Uh, we'll win. Cheers. So, okay, Pretty, thank you very much for that. Um, obviously not a huge English fan. Uh, Brendan from Woodville says, England the motherland. What do you mean, England the motherland? Uh, it's not 1900. Go the Aussies. Fair enough. Uh, go the Matildas, do it for us down under. Um, watch the great, Tom says, watch the great TV doco on Daniel Anderson face-to-face. Highly recommend. Thanks, Tom. Uh, mark that down as a must-watch. Uh, morning, Smithy. Is it any surprise the Warriors are going so well with Coach Selector? They have, but also uh, like a CEO uh, like Cameron George. He's an absolute champion. I uh, remember all those years when he uh, regularly fronted the media in mostly difficult times. Regarding his teams, imagine the uh, NZRFU CEO doing that. Well, he didn't. Uh, they don't even front during the good times. I bet Cam is a real good bugger. He is. A uh, great interview. Patrick from Ashburton. Uh, might be a good time for the players to strike. Uh, this is on the decision around Owen Farrell until this is sorted out. That will make them change uh, with the World Cup around the corner. Um, question for you guys. Uh, if Bowden Barrett was to play a key role at 15 and we win the World Cup, where would you rate him in terms of the greats of all time, all black greats? 
Right, got to go in there. World Rugby Player twice. World Rugby Player of the Year twice. Um, and um, James says, thanks for the crowd number update, Louis. Uh, what is the total amount, please? Did they exceed the 800,000? Yes, I think they did, James. I think they snuck over the 800,000. Uh, here's um, uh, one that probably doesn't appear on your screen, uh, Louis, but it's quite pertinent because uh, it's 0800 150811. It is uh, time for you to ring us uh, after the break here to get in the draw to uh, win the Friday Freebie and, of course, Friday Freebie and, of course, win uh, the Arepa Drinks Pack as well. And that is food for the brain, food for the brain. And one that might not have come through on your screen, Louis, from... Uh, uh, says, um, nice to see Louis back at work after two days being in hiding. Um, I know he's embarrassed and ashamed by his performance at the weekend. <laughs> Gareth, Cry- Gareth from Christchurch didn't come through. So uh, there you go. It's 11.31. Uh, we'll go to uh, Aroha. When we come back, we'll take your calls. Thank you.